Welcome back to Going Rounds, the official podcast of Gusto, a matter company. I'm Jeanette Harris-Kortz, podcast producer and host of this podcast. In our last episode, we had Gusto and Matter staff on to talk all things pride by exploring the intersection of identity and professionalism while navigating the corporate world. If you haven't listened to that one yet, make sure you do. Today in this corner, we've got art director Nicole Pedard, whose story we'll hear after the break. And it's funny, I like wrote in one of my essays, like, oh, I want to design billboards. Because <laughs> that was like my sense of what graphic design was then. Uh, and now I'm like, oh God, billboards. <laughs> so my name's Nicole Bedard and I'm art director here at Gusto. I lead our talented team of motion graphics designers and animators. You know, sometimes people will call me Nikki and I'm like, who, who are you talking to? Are you talking to me? <laughs> so, just Nicole. It's funny, my my dad actually liked the name Nikki. <laughs> so he thought that might be my nickname. Uh, I had different ideas. Uh, my mom initially thought she was going to put an H in my name. Uh, and then at the last minute at the hospital was like, no, not doing it. <laughs> which I'm glad of. Um, I live in a small town on the border of uh, Massachusetts and New Hampshire. Um, like so small, we don't even have a stoplight. Uh, I live here with my husband and our two cats. Um, it's, you know, quiet and peaceful, um, but it's also super conveniently located to some like larger communities. Yeah, so I am based out of the Newburyport office. I'm in Merrimack, Mass. It's um pretty easy commute. So it feels like the best of both worlds. Um, when I'm working out of my home office, I have a really nice view into the woods that are right behind uh, our house. So I get to see a lot of fun wildlife back there. Um, we actually have a golden eagle that lives in the neighborhood. So get just to see him flying around and like hunting. And um, there's a little family of squirrels that lives in a tree. Uh, we get to see like a new I think litter is the word of squirrels um, every every year. So um, I love nature. So it's nice to be like so close to a lot of, you know, action and, and stuff to do, but also like literally have nature right in the backyard. Three words to describe myself. Uh, these sometimes are the hardest things to distill ourselves down into three words. Uh, but I would say determined curious and independent uh you know determined in all parts of my life to push forward whether it's something i'm personally involved in or interested personally interested in or you know a work-related thing um and then i think curiosity you have to be curious in the creative field uh to keep learning exploring digging into things deeper um yeah, I've always just grown up to be sort of an independent person. Uh, from a little kid, my mom was like, you can do it. <laughs> uh, and I think that's, you know, served me well in pushing my own career forward. But I will say on the flip side, having a super collaborative team where I can work with others is also really amazing. Um, so I do like having 
uh, the both, best of both here uh, at Gusto. As far as, you know, hobbies, passions go, um, definitely love food. Like I love to cook it, uh, to try new things. Like I'm always, I say, I'll try anything once. Um, and I'm even trying, you know, to grow some of my own food in the backyard, a little small garden. Um, my goal every year is to kill a little less. Because <laughs> um, like when I started, I was a bit of a black thumb, but uh, you know, it's getting better and better. I have, you know, a ton of cherry tomatoes. Uh, you know, if you're ever in the East Coast and you're interested. <laughs> um, and just generally like being outdoors, whether it's just like sitting on the back deck and reading a book. Um, I've been trying to kayak as much as I can this summer, just get on the water. Um, and I've been skydiving for about 13 years or so. It's something that I thought I would do just once and then realized there's this like a whole community of people around it that do it, you know, for fun, for competition or whatnot. Um, so I'm actually on a competitive formation skydiving team called the Fly Girls. Yeah, the Fly Girls are me and three other women. Um, and we've done, I think over, just over a hundred training jumps this year. We're preparing for the national competition, which is coming up in September. And our goal is to qualify uh, for the U.S. parachute team and to represent the U.S. at the next World Cup in Norway next year. So that's our big goal. I feel like skydiving is kind of like any other sport. Think about it like basketball. There are people who play pickup basketball and, you know, they're their driveway and they have lots of fun doing that. And then there's people who are super competitive and like compete at a high level. So um, I'm a pretty driven, goal-oriented person. So the competition side of things really drew me in. Just like when you get past the, oh my God, it's skydiving and the adrenaline and everything of it. Um, it's really just about like building skills, getting better, improving as a team. And um, so we were on the US team in 2019, competed in Arizona. We were trying to go again, but this time, you know, Norway is very exciting. Nothing wrong with Arizona. I actually love Arizona, but um, excited to, to check out another country and to see what it's like. So as far as formation skydiving goes, uh, so it's literally like building formations. There's a series of, I don't know, 40 or so. Some of them, you know, just, it's like a picture. Some of them, it's like you build a picture and then you have to do some kind of movement and then build another picture. Um, and the idea is you get a series of like five or six of them uh, and then you have 35 seconds to try to move through those as quickly as possible. And we have a camera flyer who is actually my husband who uh, like sort of flies above us with a camera on his head uh, to capture that on video so it can be judged. Um, so interesting like historical fact, four-way formation skydiving is probably the biggest sport in the industry and it comes from original days of skydiving uh, which used to be out of small Cessnas which you could literally only fit five people in it and they well plus the pilot and those planes could only go to 10,000 feet which is why we get out at 10,000 feet when we're competing so um, it goes way back to the OG days of skydiving. <laughs> Thank you.
So, you know, favorite childhood memories, probably like family summer vacations. Um, I remember growing up uh, as a kid, like a lot of friends would go to like Disneyland or, you know, these big like popular places. And my family growing up, we didn't really have the funds for something like that. Um, so we went on these like week long camping trips to places, you know, near us. So like in New Hampshire, we went up to Canada. Um, I think in the moment I might have felt a bit jealous of my friends, but looking back, I'm so grateful for those times with my family. They're some of my you know, favorite trips, uh, favorite memories uh, of being young. And honestly, I'm not sure how my parents did it with two young kids and a dog. Uh, so I'm very grateful for them. Um, yeah, I'm just really grateful to have that time with my family uh, growing up. I'm lucky to have had a, a good childhood. Well, so when I was younger, if you asked me what I wanted to be, I would say either in graphic design or marine biology, right? So those are two like very different things. One is, you know, pretty ripe, you know, ripe-brained and one is more, you know, left-brained. Um, so I, I went to college for graphic design and uh, I discovered an interest in motion graphics and animation while I was there. Um, and to be honest, I think, I think it's kind of the perfect blend of both sides of my brain because um, there's the creativity in motion graphics, um, but the execution side can be kind of technical. There's a lot of problem solving involved and I also really enjoy that. So as a young child, maybe I wouldn't have said, oh, I want to go into motion graphics because I didn't know what that was. But <laughs> I think it's a really great blend of, of my strengths. Yeah, there's a really big difference between art and marine biology. I think I just like the ocean and I wanted to be near the ocean. I didn't know if I did very well in biology in school. So it's probably really good I ended up where I am. Yeah, but I think, you know, I was always creative from a young age. Like my mom tells the story of like, if she had to take me to some appointment or something and I had to just sit there while she was busy, I had this like little bag of like art things that she would just bring and like, and I would just be content to like make stuff, um, not Van Gogh's, but just like, just playing, you know? Like I, uh, when I was younger, went to this week long like art camp in my hometown. And it was just like, here's a bunch of like random cardboard things and make something. And I like, you know, turned like an egg crate into a horse or something. Like it was just like the, the experimentation side that I really, really loved. Um, so when I was young, people would say, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I'm like, I would be an artist. Um, I feel like I strayed from that a little bit as I grew up through like middle school um, and then high school. Um, I took, I signed up for an art class. Um, this isn't such a great story. I signed up for an art class and our teacher was like, if you don't want to be an artist when you grow up, like you shouldn't be in this class. And I actually dropped it. Well, I, I feel like, you know, in high school teachers probably should be encouraging students and whatever they're interested in rather than, and I, I get where he was coming from. He wanted serious students, not people who thought like, oh, maybe this is easy A, but it did deter me. So I, I dropped the class. Um, but my senior year, I took this uh, class that was like not, it was meant to just be an exploration, you know, in like different types of art, which sort of reminds me actually of when I was a kid and that's the kind of stuff I love to do. So. Uh, I don't know, I just had a chance to like play with different mediums and um, and I just really enjoyed that class. I learned a lot and that, you know, my senior year decided, okay, I'm gonna apply 
to be, you know, for graphic design. And it's funny, I like wrote in one of my essays, like, oh, I want to design billboards. <laughs> Cause that was like my sense of what graphic design was then. Uh, and now I'm like, oh God, billboards. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I have a pretty analytical mind. Uh, so some like I I love typography because there's so much, you know, kind of science to it and like structure, but so many rooms to be create ways to be creative and like some of the fun fundamentals of graphic design were like build a composition with three different size dots and make it pleasing to the eye. And I don't know, I just really love that kind of stuff. So. Um, Whenever people say like, what's your favorite type of animation? It's honestly, favorite stuff to do is the stuff that goes back to those principles because I just find them to be so interesting. And like, we have so many tools at our disposal and you can make such wonderful work with them. You don't need them to create good work. Like you can go back to the basics, the principles and still create something that's really compelling and interesting. So I don't know. That's how I got from there to here. <laughs> I went to school for graphic design, um, and then my senior year, I took this course called time-based design, sort of the combining like elements of graphic design with the element of time. So essentially, motion graphics at its like bare bones. Um, and like, I love, 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 love that course. Like, worked thirty hours straight on my final project and didn't sleep, and still loved every second of it. Loved it, and. Um, you know, it was my senior year that I took this course and I, I couldn't exactly like completely change my career path. Although, you know, animation and graphic design are so closely linked, one naturally led into the other. Um, and so I was really lucky to find a position um, after college that allowed me to learn a lot on the job. Got a really great experience there. Um, and I also started teaching at the college I graduated from and eventually ended up teaching the course that led me down this path. So I think that's really, really cool that I could help, you know, other potential uh, motion designers find their way in the world. Um, so it was really a rewarding experience. And so when I started at Matter about six years ago, I was the first full-time motion graphics hire on the team. Uh, and since then we've grown and it's been so cool to see that evolution and be a part of that. So when I started, I was like a jack of all trades, you know, tackled any project that came in. And now we have people on the team that specialize in certain mediums or techniques. And it's been really cool and rewarding to just watch everyone grow and develop and push themselves in an area that they're so passionate about. You know, as I was younger and looked at people who are in more of like a leadership role, I thought like, oh, they must just be like born with this talent and they just are like a natural leader. And I will say that I have never felt like a natural leader, that it's something that I've had to work at to push myself. And there's such a great team here that has helped me be able to do that safely, knowing that there's like a bit of a safety net that if I'm unsure about something, there are people I can lean on to help me. Um, but I think in a way that almost makes me better because, because I did have to work so hard at it. And so I can understand, maybe understand better 
some of the challenges that other people go through as they're finding their footing um, in their career. Um, so it, the last six years has been huge growth for the team, which has been you know, so rewarding, starting with one and we hired two and then we hired two more and then we hired three. And uh, I mean, and just seeing the, the work that we do, just like the, the quality, the just types of projects, the clients just to see that grow and develop and like every project is better than the last. That has been super rewarding, but it's also been personally really rewarding growth. Um, to just see what I'm actually capable of, um, to, to push myself outside of my comfort zones and then find that I can succeed there. Um, that just feels personally really rewarding as well. Yes, so as art director for Gusto, I help guide the team creatively, um, just providing input on projects. Um, the, the team is so talented that you know, it really is just guiding them, like providing feedback here and there. Have you considered this? Or, you know, keeping in mind the goals and needs of the client, making sure that's being executed through the work that we're producing. Um, you know, perhaps providing inspiration for different techniques or things to explore. Um, yeah, and then just, you know, overall, keeping the team goals in mind, making sure projects are staying on track, clients are happy, um, building client relationships. Honestly, one of my favorite parts of the job, just getting to know our clients, both as a business, but as well as personally, um, because, you know, the more we work with a client, the more I feel like I can get in their heads and, you know, intimately know what they're looking for. Like, for example, one of our uh, clients we work with a lot, RSM, I feel like I, I dream in like green, gray, and blue <laughs> sometimes. Um, those are their key colors. So guiding the team, guiding the projects, uh, interfacing with clients. So a lot of the work uh, is behind the scenes with you know, team management, client management, whatnot. But also get my hands dirty, getting into projects and creating the work, uh, which is always super rewarding, particularly since that's what got me here in the first place. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Going Rounds. I hope you feel like you've learned a little bit more about our sweet Nicole. <laughs> Nicole, you have truly, truly convinced me maybe I could get into a plane and jump out of it. A thought I've never had, I could say. Um, but I don't know. Something about you, I trust doing it with you. <laughs> if you want to ever come and fly over to the Rockies, let's have a time. And if you ever want to talk to Nicole or myself or anyone at Gusto, you can email us at hello at letsgusto.com. We can't wait to bring you more perspectives from our staff and other creatives that inspire us. Until then, bye.